how does one take the middle way in regards, for example, to food? We should eat enough to have energy for all day, all our daily duties. But when we are not sure what is enough, we should rather eat more than less because negative effects from restraining are more destructive than negative effects from indulging ourselves. Is this right? Um, well, I think it depends on what you're doing because obviously you're still living in the world. And I think that would make it easier to judge how much you need really because <clears throat> if you're doing that it's not like every time you eat you have to sit down and have this whole meal you could eat s small things at various times instead and I think that that would make it a lot easier to uh, regulate how much you take in and see how much you really need unless you're keeping eight precepts then you have to eat before noon but, I don't know, indulging or overly restraining can be bad. I think it's going to be a matter of experimentation, really. You just have to realize how much energy you're using during the day and eat accordingly. Simple enough. Yeah, I had the same thought that um, when you are uh, working, uh, you have another uh, need for for calories or for for nutrients than when you're just sitting and meditating. So as a lay person, you you need more food and you need eventually a third meal. <coughs> when you are a meditator here on a retreat, one meal could be enough or, or two meals. When you are in, on eight precepts and you um, have to work and you feel hungry, then something like a juice or so in the afternoon uh, helps to overcome that hunger or that, that feeling of, of getting dizzy or getting nervous. I Before I ordained, I thought I need three meals I need to eat a lot and um, I found out that I'm fine with one uh, meal when I am in meditation retreat and two meals when I'm when I'm doing duties so um, it's happening in the mind as well it, uh, that you you think you really need it you may have a little bit hunger in the evening when you start to to get for two or one meals, but um, after a while you will find that this is nothing bad. Mm. For sure, I would. I have a couple of things to say, sort of corollaries. Not. A, I think the question's already been answered, but. First of all, um, to make clear that there are negative effects from indulging, no. um, that that may not be clear. Food is a lot more dangerous than than we make it out to be, or than than we actually realize, because a lot of food will have an effect on your brain chemistry as well. A lot of rich food and fatty food and so on. 
um, obviously you you have negative effect negative effects from restraining um, in terms of the weakness that comes from it now if you're living an ordinary life an ordinary if you're living a life in in the human world human society then you need to do work you need to think you need to uh, act you need to speak and so not having enough food can be dangerous in that regard but in terms of the, our spirituality it's it's really more i would say the other way that indulging is 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 actually a lot more dangerous it leads to uh, lust to ar or it, it supports lust to to get stronger in the mind it supports uh, laziness to get stronger in the mind it doesn't create these things in the mind but because of the brain chemistry and the the processes in the body and the blood flow and so on required to digest uh, um, food and the, the chemicals that are added to the body um, th these these feelings become stronger this is why in the Buddha's time everyone was starving themselves because when they starved themselves or all the spiritual people because when they starved themselves these feelings just went away totally and they thought they were enlightened wow I, I don't get greedy at all uh, because the, there, there's no chemist there's no chemicals left to, to have lust arise for the hormones to to, to, to work no that that's not the way out of suffering but it it points very much to to the problem with going the other way is that you're developing an incredible amount of of uh, of these states now the other thing i wanted to say is is and it, and it relates to to the necess the necessity to eat food in in day in as life in society is that the question is what is the food for and this is a question that especially monks and meditators are uh, are not very clear on and often miss so people think you know i'm they they will see the effects of eating less than they're used to in terms of maybe their wounds don't heal as quickly maybe they don't have as much energy they can see their muscles uh, atrophy atrophying their muscles getting smaller um, maybe they're losing the color and uh, you know, the beauty in their face is getting thin and they can see the bones sticking out of their shoulders and this and, and an, a million other things are excuses that people come up with to eat more right? to put, you, you're too, and this is what constantly I was getting in, in Los Angeles for example you're too thin, you have to eat more, you're not eating enough and so on and the question is enough for what? because the Buddha's idea of, of eating enough is enough to live, enough to survive. If if the food that you're eating is not enough for you to survive on, and not enough for you to carry out your duties uh, correctly, then it's not enough. But if the food you eat is enough for you to carry out your duties, if if with the food you eat you can walk back and forth, you know, five hours a day and do five hours of walking meditation, then I would say that's enough food. And that's really not a lot of food because you're walking quite slowly. So you do five hours of walking, five hours of sitting, or six hours of walking, six hours of sitting. That's enough to live. Anything that you have to do apart from that, you know, if you have to teach, if you have to work in the monastery, if you have to then go out and work in, in, in daily in society, then you add on, on to that extent. You know, can With this food, can I... 
um, live? Can I survive? Because that's really the point. Uh, the the monk and the monastic is the the ideal or the perfect example of the bare minimum of requirements. So we have we eat because we need the food. We wear clothes because we need something to cover our bodies. We have shelter because we need something to protect against the rain or also to give us, us solitude and so on. Uh, and we take medicine so that we don't. We, we don't suffer from horrible, um, painful feelings that are going to leave us or drive us crazy even, uh, that are going to uh, hurt our meditation practice or disrupt our meditation practice. So, point being, as Palanyani also said, you, 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 we need far less than we think that we need. And when you really think about what, I, what do I need this food for, you realize that um, you really need a lot less than than you think, and the point is that we, rather than using this as a guide, we always will use things like hunger as a guide or uh, partiality as a guide. Right? I know I only need maybe some um, some crackers, you know, some crackers and cheese, uh, and that's enough. But chips are nice. Chips are are better, right? So I'll have chips instead. Um, or I know that I've had enough food, but I'm still hungry, so I'll go out and eat more, and we'll eat until we're until we're not hungry. This is our measure. Um, I have a, I had a friend when I was younger, and he studied. He's he became a biologist, became a veterinarian actually, and he once told me that the way this gland works in the brain, the hunger gland works. It's always firing. Its nature is to fire and say, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. Constantly. That's, that's its ordinary state. And it's only by putting a whole bunch of food to make it shut up. You know, th this, this, somehow it gets something and then it, it, it switches off. And, and then when the food disappears, it turns back on and starts saying, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry again. It, it it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with your level of health or your physical requirements or even how much food you have in your stomach. You can have enough food in your stomach to survive and yet it hasn't hit this gland yet and so it's still saying, eat more, eat more, eat more. I'm hungry. Um, something we don't realize, hunger is not uh, an indication that we have to eat more. It's not a sorry. It's not a perfect indication that we have to eat more. It's also something that has evolved biologically. It's not a spiritual gland. This gland is not our spiritual friend. If anything, it's a product or a um, produced by Mara in the factories of Mara, uh, because it, it you know it tends to tell us we have to eat more and more and get fat and fat and save up for the winter or save up for the times when we have no food. You know how evolution has led us to have this gland. It has nothing to do with any sort of spiritual uh, development. So a big point in learning how to uh, find the middle way in regards, as the example you give food, is to stop listening to, to hunger um, and just be rational and understand how much food you need. Um, okay, yeah, sure, when you're starving, have some food. But don't use the hunger as a as a guide. And this this is apparent when you come to practice meditation, because you'll find you know, you've eaten enough, you don't need more, and yet in the evening you're still going, "I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry." And the, the, I've had meditators tell me, 
I was in the evening. I was so hungry. They'll complain about it the first days, and you tell them, say, hungry, hungry, and they're, come on, I'm hungry. I need more food. And then they'll finally try it, and they'll come back and tell you that it's amazing. Last night I was so hungry. I thought I need some food. I'm going to die here. I can't stay here another day. And so, but finally I said to myself, hungry, hungry. Woke up in the morning. I wasn't hungry at all. And they're able to see that actually it's just their body playing games with them because they're used to eating. And because they're used to eating, they, the, the, the mind says, it's time for dinner. Where's my dinner? And uh, the gland starts working. <laughs>